everybody, what's up? Welcome to or back to 8020. My name is Lily, I'm your host, and thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If it wasn't for you, I would not have shown up today. If you guys listened to last week's episode, you know that we had a whole discussion about showing up even when you aren't feeling 100%, and I'm definitely in a better headspace than I was last week. Um, So thank you to everyone who sent me a nice DM or even just listened to the show. I know that it was kind of all over the place. The editing was kind of weird. There was a weird audio clip that got put at the very end that should have been at the middle or the beginning. It's just the whole episode was kind of chaotic. So sorry, not sorry. It had to be done. I just showed up as is. If you guys listened, you know how I was feeling last week and I'm doing a bit better today. So that's good. Um, And showing up today looks like me sitting in my bed with a different microphone than usual. So sorry if the sound sounds kind of funny. Um, But it's been a long day. It's, I don't know, I feel like every day is kind of long for me now. And, And I hate to say it because I love what I do so much, but I am just in a weird spot right now. I don't know how I can be like so happy, but yet sad and just kind of like confused with my life all at once. Didn't Taylor say that? Happy, free, confused, and lonely. (laughs) I've never felt anything, hey, I mean, that's 22. I've never felt anything more relatable than that. Um, So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I am feeling quite rejuvenated because this past weekend was really, really good. I took a little weekend trip to go see my big sister, Marley. She lives in Norfolk and I actually flew down there, which a lot of my friends were like, that's so stupid. Like, why did you fly down there? It's only a four hour drive. Totally. I get it. It's only a four hour drive. I could have done it. But 95 South on a Friday after work was something that I just was not interested in. And so I knew that booking a $200 round trip flight on Southwest would just save me so much time (laughs) and energy. It's pretty standard for me to not feel like driving very far on a Friday evening after work. If I didn't have the flight booked, I wouldn't have gone. So I booked a flight from BWI. It's only like 20, 25 minutes from here. And I have TSA pre-check, so I literally just packed like my pajamas and an outfit or two in my bathing suit and a carry-on. I didn't even bring my computer. I My personal item was a fanny pack. Like This was probably the most light packing job I've ever done, and I'm really impressed with myself. And I just had a great weekend with Mar. We relaxed. We played in the pool. We went to the beach. She just got a puppy, so I met her puppy. His name's Trip, and he's really cute. And we just had a blast. I posted when I felt like posting. There was no pressure to like do anything crazy, and it was just the R&R that I needed. So thanks Marley for that. I know that she's probably not listening, but thanks Mar for the fun weekend. (laughs) And now it's Wednesday and I am doing what I usually do and I procrastinated recording the pod, which is pretty standard nowadays. And I'm recording from my bed and I've got my notebook out, I've got my computer out and I'm just laying here chatting. It really does feel like we're on the phone. Like, this is the most casual I think that I've ever recorded a podcast before.
I think part of my problem is that I am just kind of going through the motions. And ever since probably like May, I feel like I've just been doing the same thing every single day. And I know life gets repetitive. Life's not always going to be like a fun house. Like you're going to have periods of time where you're just chilling and you have to be okay with that. But during this just chilling period of time, I feel like I've lost touch with my creativity. I feel like I've lost touch with my goals. I feel like I've lost touch with like the best version of me. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your family, to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. And I don't necessarily know why because I feel like I've been checking the boxes and doing the right things, but maybe it's just that I've just been checking the boxes. I haven't been like going that extra mile or taking that extra step every single day. So after I got back from my weekend, I was like, okay, you got to get back to doing the things that make you feel like you. Because right now, I feel like I have really, really high expectations for myself. I mean, I'm just kind of a perfectionist. That's typically the case. But I don't feel like those expectations are achievable. And part of me is like, am I even treating myself like a real human being? Like, am I giving myself room to make mistakes? Or am I just not performing how I want to be performing so it's this constant battle between like go easy on yourself and like push yourself harder does anybody else relate because I kind of feel like I'm going crazy feeling like I'm not doing enough but that I'm doing too much or maybe I just need to stop like scrolling social media as a whole and just put the horse blinders on and just do what I got to do for me and focus on myself something that I'm going to do this weekend And I'm putting it out on the podcast so everyone can hear it and you guys can hold me to it. Something that I'm going to do this weekend is sit down and do a vision board. I'm talking flipping through magazines, cutting out pictures. I actually have a vision board workshop template because I hosted one when I um, was taking on health coaching clients. Tangent here really quick. Something that they told us in my nutrition school is that you are always your own first client. Like you have all the answers inside of you to figure out what you need to do. You just have to put in the work and you just need the tools to get there. That being said, I'm going to coach myself (laughs) into the next best version of me. And I've been seeing all these TikToks saying like, oh, August is gonna be your month. If you thought that this year was gonna be your year and it's not feeling like it, August is gonna be your month. This is when the good stuff is gonna start. So I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. So I've got a vision board template and I need to find it on my Canva or my Google Drive or wherever it is, but maybe I'll send it in the 8020 group chat, which has been pretty active. So 
shout out to whoever has joined that. You can join using the link in the show notes. Um, I need to be more active on it just to be completely transparent with you guys. I am so drained from my phone when I get off of work. The last thing I want to do is like be on my phone even more. So I'm trying really, really hard to be involved, but it's more just for like the 80-20 community. I'll like pop in and out. I know I said that we're going to do a book club. I just literally do not have the capacity to like do that right now if I can't even... I hate to say it. I like can't even do this. I can't even do that. Like excuses, excuses. We all have the same 24 in a day. But I mean, really, I am spread so wickedly thin and I am just, I don't know. I, I need a lot of things. So I am trying my best to do everything and be everything for everyone. Um, but that community is there for you guys. If y'all want to start your own book club, be my guest. I'm not stopping you. Um, I I just, it's something that is on my wish list and I want to do it. It just can't happen at this present moment because I just, I don't have the capacity, plain and simple. Anyway, long story short, I will, however, send the vision board template. It's not going to be when this episode goes up because it's 10 p.m. on Wednesday night and I really want to have it up Thursday and I got to go find that template, edit it. I haven't looked at it in like three, four months. So I need to make sure that it's digestible for you guys and knowing me, I'm going to critique it like 10,000 times before I send it. But if I don't send it by like Sunday, someone just send a little message and be like, hey, Lo, um, love ya, please send it, thanks. Like lots of smiley faces so I don't feel like you're demanding. Would appreciate that, thank you. Going back to that idea of you are your own best client, you have all the answers inside of you, et cetera, et cetera. I decided to make a list of the micro habits. And I'm not talking like work out and like go for walks. I'm talking like nitty gritty, intricate little things that take almost no time at all that have shifted my lifestyle in the best way. If you haven't read the book Atomic Habits, I highly, highly recommend doing so. I think I might reread it because it's been a while. However, there are plenty of incredible tips and tricks in there teaching you how to formulate habits, how to stick to them. There's a method that I really like called habit stacking. And this is a really cool way to start implementing new habits into your day-to-day routine. I feel like an example is the best way for me to explain this. So if you want to start taking your supplements every morning, put those supplements next to the coffee maker because you know that you're going to drink coffee. So when you go to drink your coffee, you're also going to take your supplements because they're right there. You're going to take them and then you can move on to your next thing. So habit stacking is basically just implementing new habits next to old habits. And then you know that you're going to do your old habits. So just do the new habits in addition to your old, if that makes sense. I also think that it's really, really important when choosing your habits, because habits are a choice, right? You might choose to wake up every day at 5 a.m. and go for a run. That's a good, healthy habit. You might happen to have a bad habit of biting your nails or picking your cuticles. I know I do. Maybe not like nail biting because that's gross, but I do pick my cuticles often and I always have to have something going on with my hands. Like if I've got rings on, I'm playing with them. So I have to make an active choice not to pick up my cuticles because I know that it's not healthy for my nail beds. So habits, good or bad, they're choices that we make every day that essentially make up our lives, right? I guess to get really deep here, your life is basically just a bunch of habits 
strung together to make up who you are as a person, the type of people that you interact with, how you communicate with people, how you view your friendships, how you view yourself. So when you break it down that way, your habits are essentially everything. So when you have habits that serve you, life gets better. So we all know the big habits, right? Eat your vegetables, work out, be a good person, whatever. At this point, those are just behaviors that are ingrained in us that we know that we have to do. Um, those are kind of the checks in the box, the things that we just we just do because we're supposed to, right? And because they make us feel good. But a micro habit is a tiny little tweak or a tiny little thing that you can do that will make your life easier. So I've got a couple on a list here. I've got about eight. And I figured that I'd rattle them off for you guys. Take what you like, leave what you don't, as always. And hopefully this will inspire you to make a list of your micro habits and figure out which ones are serving you, which ones aren't serving you, add in new ones where you need to, tweak old ones, etc., etc. First micro habit that I've started to do since living on my own, um, actually, is to empty the dishwasher first thing in the morning. So this is a fun example of habit stacking. Before I go to bed, I always go into the kitchen, I fill up a glass of water to keep on my bedside table, and I put any leftover dishes in the sink that were there from dinner, or maybe if like someone had a little late night snack and used a dish, stick it in the dishwasher, turn the dishwasher on, and then in the morning, I wake up to a clean dishwasher. It's kind of just part of my morning routine now that I empty the dishwasher and have a fresh, clean slate to load all my dirty dishes as the day goes on. This is super helpful because then your dishes don't pile up in the sink throughout the day because you know that you can just stick them right into the dishwasher. It's really, really helpful. Habit number two is to check my bank account often. This year, I've really tried to make it a priority to, I don't want to say like be more financially responsible because I was never irresponsible, but just now I feel like I want to have a better relationship with money. And so a habit that I found helps with my relationship with money is to check my bank account often. This is also good for security purposes, like if something got charged that wasn't supposed to or if something looks funny, I can act upon it before it's too late. So I feel like this is just a good little micro habit to have. I don't have a set time that I do this. I just do it at some point throughout the day. I just know that it's gonna happen. You guys know I'm a big overthinker no surprise there. Um, so something that's been super helpful is to keep my notebook close to me or at least have my phone available to jot something down in my notes app. I'm constantly writing things on sticky notes, writing in my notebook, writing in my notes app. I have my one main notebook and it's sitting in front of me right now and that's where I plan the podcast. That's where I write down my workouts. That's where I do my morning gratitude, my affirmations. I brain dump in there and it's messy and it only makes sense to me and I love it. And so I like to keep this close by because writing is incredibly therapeutic for me. Next habit is something that I'm really, really trying hard to get better at. And I've heard people talk about this on like almost every podcast episode that I've listened to recently. I've been reading about it in books. It's just something that is so in my face. Like God could not be 
screaming this at me any louder and that is to take back negative thoughts that you have about yourself this is greatly contributing to my lack of creativity and confidence and just enthusiasm in general are these seemingly overwhelming negative thoughts and it sucks no doubt about it it sucks and it's just my brain messing with me like I know that these things aren't true and if there's truth to them I should act upon it but if these negative thoughts aren't true then I need to override them so if I look in a mirror and I think something negative about myself I immediately take it back and I try to say something positive no I do say something positive it's hard to do especially when you've been telling yourself these negative things and that's like the only thing that you're thinking about and it's like super overwhelming like no doubt about it it's hard but knowing that I have the power to override those negative thoughts with love with positivity with confidence gives me a little bit of hope <laughs> habit number five is super exciting this one is to try something new at least once a month or do something that scares you at least once a month i have something tentatively on my calendar for the month of august that terrifies me to my core and it's going to be incredibly challenging, but I'm super pumped for it. Next little micro habit is to take the stairs more often. So I was brainstorming for this episode before I went on my little weekend trip. And I was just kind of like running through my day-to-day habits, the things that I do, and taking the stairs came to my mind. And I was like, you know what? I don't know if this is something to include or something not to include, but when I go into the airport... I'm going to do a little social experiment. Maybe not social experiment, more just research. In airports, obviously, there are tons of escalators and stairs and stuff. And if you know me personally or know my mom personally, you know that I was raised to take the stairs. If you're ever in an airport or like a really busy building and you have the option to take the stairs or take the escalator... I personally like to take the stairs because you can get to your destination faster and typically the escalators are just people riding it. The stairs are active, like people are moving and grooving, like they're up and down. Another reason why I prefer to take the stairs is because I can take the stairs at this point in my life and I hope to always be able to take the stairs, but just knowing that I can just gives me the reason to do so. Next habit, integrate phone breaks into your day. This is tricky because I know most of us do something work-related from our phones. And even if you don't mostly work from your phone, I'm sure that you use your phone in work or you just pick it up throughout the day. I don't know, but we're basically always attached to our phones. And it'll be really, really interesting to see like the young generation right now, like the kids who have grown up with technology just to see like their relationship to phones so that'll be kind of interesting to watch happen but I think that my age group was some of the last to not always have a phone like I didn't get an iPhone until high school I had a little slide blue phone like we played outside we didn't have tablets like that whole bit and so I don't know where I'm going with this anyway I just 
I wish that we could go back to the days where phones didn't exist. Like, I hate to say it, but sometimes I just want my phone to not exist. And so kind of going back to what I said earlier in the episode where, like, I just don't have the capacity to, like, run a book club on our 80-20 group message because I just cannot stand to look at my phone for, like, one more second. So my solution is to take phone breaks. So after work, I try not to look at my phone, like, when I get off... When I get home, I try to leave it in the car or I'll just put it in my room on the charger and not look at it for like a half an hour or so. If I'm doing a workout, I try not to bring my phone. If I'm going on a walk and as long as I'm with somebody else, maybe I'll leave my phone in the car or I'll leave my phone at home. You really don't need it. Um, It's fun to like take pictures and get content. And yeah, I wish that I would take more content so I would have it for TikToks and stuff. But ultimately, like, the peace of mind of not having my phone is more beneficial than, like, making a TikTok, you know? I really prefer to stay off my phone in the mornings. And this has been huge, especially when we're talking about self-confidence and self-love. I just know for me that looking at my phone first thing in the morning is just such a negative experience that to kind of safeguard myself... I've set that boundary of not checking my phone until like I'm sitting down with my morning breakfast or honestly this week, I haven't really even hopped on Instagram until I've gotten into work. And I'm always like flipping back and forth between wanting to post every single moment and just wanting to go MIA for like a long time. And I'm slowly like leaning towards, slowly, slowly leaning towards just like going on my eye because it's just so freaking hard to keep up with doing all the right things, posting all the right things, hitting the target audience, doing analytics this, analytics that. Like I I just can't. <laughs> I literally can't. So if you guys want to see what I'm really up to, sometimes I post on Instagram, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I post on daily, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I post on TikTok, sometimes I don't. But right here on the podcast is where you will really find the nitty gritty, the good, the bad, the ugly, how I'm doing, life updates, etc, etc. So if you're not subscribed already, you totally should be. If you guys enjoyed today's episode, be sure to leave a rate and a review. I know that it was kind of on the shorter side, but I appreciate you listening. Please, please let me know what else you guys want to hear on the show. I would love to have like more guests on i would love to obviously continue to make topics that you guys want to hear about so let me know um any and all feedback is greatly appreciated obviously i've expressed just kind of how over overwhelmed i am with with life in general so like is this my best episode no so like i don't need to hear that feedback but like if you have something nice to say you can go out and say it so thanks um just to be transparent with you guys um, love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. You guys rock. I do the show for you guys and I'm so grateful for you. So thank you so much for showing up. You're the best. I hope that you guys have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you next week. <laughs>